it is so, so crucial that we are taking time and space for ourselves. Like that is something that every person needs. And I will say, especially for moms, because it can be so hard to get, it can be so just like not naturally what happens. It is crucial that we normalize this. We really make the time to say, hey, this is important. This is something you need. Let's try and make it happen. Welcome to the Worthy Mother Podcast, where we discuss all things identity, self-compassion, and fulfillment within and beyond motherhood. I'm Emily Rose Hardy, a mindset and self-love coach for moms. I am a firm believer that to be able to take care of our children, we must take care of ourselves first. This is not a parenting podcast. No, this is a podcast where we will challenge the societal expectations of what it means to be a mom demystify the perfect mom myth, and learn to love ourselves. You are worthy, mama. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back to the Worthy Mother podcast. I am so happy that you are here today. It is a solo episode, and I have a really kind of important conversation in store for you today. And we're going to be talking about why moms need to take time for themselves. This is something that I have always been really passionate about. Honestly, it's this kind of concept that really like skyrocketed me launching headfirst into the work of motherhood support and, you know, eventually starting this podcast because in my own experience, when I had my second son, it was that need for time to myself, that need for space that really caused a lot of turmoil in my life and kind of set me on this journey of really working on my mental health and really working to kind of discover who I was and what I wanted. And, you know, that led me here to this place of supporting mothers. And so I'm going to share a little bit about my own story, particularly in that time of becoming a mom of two, which was two and a half years ago, wild to think about, and then get into just some conversation about why it is so, so crucial that we are taking time and space for ourselves. Like that is something that every person needs. And I will say, especially for moms, because it can be so hard to get, it can be so just like not naturally what happens. It is crucial that we normalize this, that we really make the time to say, hey, this is important. This is something you need. Let's try and make it happen, right? So I'm just going to share a little bit about my story and really this like understanding of I need space. When my second son was born again, two and a half years ago, it was a really amazing time in a lot of ways. I had a much easier recovery with my second son physically than I did with my first son. And so I was feeling really good. We had big brother who was really excited to be, you know, a big brother. And it's just things were working out. Things were feeling really good in that sense. But I also was struggling a lot with my mental health as someone who has dealt with anxiety. And I've talked about this before. I dealt with anxiety my whole life, basically. And then when I had my first son, it definitely ramped up. When I had my second son, it came to a head where it was like, I have to deal with this. So there were things that I was definitely dealing with, right? And on top of that, I was dealing with this feeling of feeling completely suffocated in a way. I was completely touched out, which I didn't even know what that meant at the time, but just like constantly being touched by my newborn, which, you know, I loved all the snuggles and all the cuddles, but constantly having him on me and then having a toddler who, you know, would play sitting at my feet, like literally sitting on my feet and just 
constantly being touched. It was completely overwhelming, completely suffocating. And I constantly found like I was trying to find some sort of balance between giving my toddler the attention that he needed and giving my newborn baby everything that he needed, right? Which is a lot. Showers were really like the only moments in the week that I had to myself. And, you know, that's when the two and a half year old didn't hop in the shower with me. (laughs) And for at least two months following the birth of my second son, I was never alone inside my house. Never alone right? Maybe my husband would take my toddler out to go do something and the baby would be napping. So like, I kind of felt alone, but the baby was still there. I was still there listening to whether the baby started crying and I never had time to like exist as me alone in my home. So around that time, my husband and I started couples counseling. We did couples counseling for a little bit and I was pretty miserable and My husband, I think he felt kind of helpless with it all, right? I knew that I had needs that weren't being met. And when he'd ask, like even in the sessions, he'd be like, but I don't know what you need. What do you need? I literally had no idea how to even respond, right? Like I was so confused and overwhelmed and I momentarily like lost myself almost in this exhaustion and just like all consumingness of motherhood. And so after a few sessions of therapy, though, I started to kind of come to where I was able to verbalize what I needed from my husband, what I needed from the people around me. And I remember just saying the words, I need space. I didn't mean that I needed isolation. I didn't need to be ignored. I didn't need, you know, to be completely alone in my experiences or anything like that. But I needed to be given time to exist as a person outside of my role of wife and mother. And I needed to be given distance from this constant physical touch that I was experiencing from my newborn and toddler. Like I legitimately needed space. And really, I wanted time to exist in my own home where I was comfortable, alone, completely alone, completely free of these responsibilities in the moment, right? Not that I needed, you know, a whole day by myself at home, but like just something. We all have needs. Every single one of us as humans. We know this, right? We can think back to Maslow's hierarchy that we may have learned in school. We have our basic needs, right? That's the food, shelter, water. Like we have to have those to literally survive. If those needs aren't being met, we can't really focus on getting other needs met. It's just not how it is. You have to be feeding your body. You have to be getting water and you have to be safe in our modern world. That would look like you need shelter because if it's extremely hot outside or if it's, you know, raining, that could be detrimental to your health and you could possibly not survive that. So really those safety needs and the needs to nourish our bodies are absolutely needs. We cannot survive without those. So when those needs aren't being met, we can't function as humans. We can't really exist. And I always think of the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. This phrase makes so much sense when it comes to motherhood, right? If you are not taken care of, if your needs are not being met, if you're not nourishing your body, you're not sleeping enough, you're not drinking enough water because you're so overwhelmed with everything else going on, you can't possibly pour into your children to fill their needs. And that's one reason it's so important for moms to be able to take care of themselves on that level of basic needs, right? But as humans, if those basic needs are being met, which typically we are able to somewhat meet them to be able to survive, right? In most situations, we have access to clean water, we have access to food, we have access to shelter. And so speaking on those situations, when all of those things are available to us, 
we can get those needs met. And there are other needs that we have as humans. Again, thinking back to Maslow's hierarchy, there are needs to belong, there are needs to feel connected to others for love, for all kinds of things. And then it goes up into like these personal needs that get into like transcending self and things like that. So not to get too far into that, but just knowing that there are needs beyond those basic needs. Sometimes when we talk about needs, we get stuck thinking about the basic needs and that's not really where it ends. Those are foundational to be able to get the rest of your needs met, but it's not all the needs we have as humans. It's not like, well, I'm eating, I'm getting enough water to drink, I'm hydrating, uh, taking care of my hygiene, I'm getting a few showers a week, I have a roof over my head, cool, I'm good to go as a human. No, we have other needs. And so for mothers, it can feel incredibly suffocating. It's, yes, a beautiful time, we can be grateful, right? Like all those things, but no matter what, your little ones have needs and you as their mother, as a parent have to work to fulfill those needs. And so you may deal with negative emotions due to your own needs not being met because you're focused so much on making sure their needs are met. So really it's crucial that we turn our attention to understanding our own needs. What do we need as humans to be able to be fulfilled and to really fill that cup so that we feel good, we feel good in our life, but also we can continue to pour into our kids and take care of them, you know, to the best of our abilities. So really to be able to make sure your needs are met, you have to understand what your needs are. And again, when it's not so simple as like drinking water or eating food, which even that can be hard, right? You get a headache and you're like, why do I have a headache? And then it's like, oh, have I drink water? And then you drink water and you're getting that need met. When it's something that's a little bit more elusive, you don't really know what's going on. You can't really put a word to it. It can be even harder to identify the need. And then when you're unable to identify the need, getting the need met is going to be nearly impossible. So how do we understand our needs? How do we do that? When you're barely getting enough sleep, whether it's because you have a newborn who's not sleeping much or other sleep issues with your kids later on down the road, or you are just staying up too late to kind of get time to yourself and not getting the sleep that you need. And then on top of maybe not getting enough sleep, you're also not getting time to yourself to really think about and process anything outside of your role as a mother or your job. It can be quite challenging to like actually assess what your needs truly are. And again, this can lead to us not getting our needs met. We might feel discontent. We may feel stuck. We may feel this like anxiety about, you know, not being sure what we need and like feeling like we need so much more. And then that can cause problems in our communication and our relationships, right? Because we are feeling just horrible about things and not even able to communicate to others what we need because we have no clue what we need ourselves. So in my own journey to understand my needs in motherhood, I found that I had to look inward. And that is what I find with the moms that I work with as well, right? To do that, to look inward, I needed space. I needed to be able to breathe and to be able to hear my own thoughts. And I needed space to process the emotions that were circulating in my being, right? I needed to exist as this whole person who was more than a caretaker, more than just a mom, And it was only when I asked for time alone in my own home and when I got that time that I began to feel like myself again. I remember during this period, I was looking at some local artists and came across someone who made stickers. And there was this sticker 
that had an image of a woman sitting in an hourglass and she was sitting crouched over head in her hands resting on her knees and the sticker was titled I need space and when I saw that sticker I had this flood of emotions like that's what I need right now that is the thing that I need right now to be able to figure out everything else in my life that I need it really was so powerful when I got that for myself, not because immediately all my other needs were met, but because it finally opened the door for me to say, what do I need? And for me to actually get to the bottom of that and learn to figure that out for myself so that I could work towards getting my own needs met so that I could work towards asking others to support me in that. So I want to talk a little bit now for like all of us, how do we know when we need this space? How do we know when we are kind of disconnected from ourselves? I will say that there's often signs that your needs are not being met that are pretty clear, but they may not like scream to you like, oh, this is an unmet need. So for me, a lot of that is like irritability. When my needs are not being met, I get really irritable and really angry and can be super snappy at everybody, my husband, my kids, my family, anyone, right? And so that is like a sign for me, like, hey, I'm not getting what I need, whether that's space or sleep or whatever it is, that irritability stands as a huge piece of that. If you are having a hard time, maybe with emotions and just feeling like everything makes you feel like you want to cry in a way that is abnormal for you, or if you are just too exhausted to do anything, and that's not necessarily your typical way of existing, but like right now, you're having a hard time doing anything, focusing on anything, getting started on anything. Those could all be potential signs that your needs are going unmet. And so if you can really identify for yourself, like what are the things that are happening that don't feel right, right? It feels like something's off here. Like this isn't me. This isn't who I am. This doesn't feel good. Typically those things are your signs that your needs aren't going met. And so bringing awareness to that, right? Like, okay, there's something here I need to figure out. It's huge. It's a huge piece of the puzzle. So then that's not even figuring out what needs are going unmet, right? Then you need to actually take action to understand what needs are not being met. Again, I recommend taking time for yourself, getting time alone to be able to do this. I know for everybody that looks different, not everybody has a partner to take over the kids and give them space. Not everybody has childcare that they send their kids to where they can take a day for themselves with the kids are at school or daycare. Not everybody has family nearby where they can call someone up and say, you know what? I need a break. I really need a break. I have been really fortunate to have all three of those things. And there have been moments where it's been like, oh my goodness, my needs are not getting met. And I'm in crisis mode right now because I've really neglected my needs or, you know, a situation escalates to where it's like, it's not even about, I didn't do enough for myself. It's like, this has kind of gotten out of hand and I'm, I'm struggling right now and I have someone to call and it's so important. So yes, you may not have the support that looks like that, but if you do have a partner that you could schedule in time for them to be the one who's with the kids and you are gone and doing something on your own, or maybe they take the kids out of the house, developing relationships with other moms so that you can kind of maybe take turns getting that time to yourself, or maybe spend time together and be able to like talk through it with another mom or with another person and really be able to figure it out where there's your attention doesn't have to be solely on your kids. Whatever it is, finding a way to get time to yourself is huge. It really is. And again, putting aside the fact that that's not always easy, it's really important. It's something that if that's not possible right now, 
working towards a way, a space, an existence where that is possible through, you know, building relationships and things like that. I'm going to say that that should be a priority because that is a need you need to have met to be able to meet these other needs. So when you have time to your space, then how do you figure out what your needs are? Like you're not going to be able to meet those needs if you don't figure out what your needs are. For me, I like to check in on what those feelings that kind of signal the needs going unmet are and then when I'm experiencing those. So a lot of times I do this through journaling. Again, like having a conversation with someone can be powerful. Just really sitting there and thinking about it and letting yourself just release if that means just sitting there and crying and thinking about it and understanding, meditating on it, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe even going on a walk in nature and really getting to like experience yourself and your feelings. It can be really helpful. But like, let's say that hard things come up and you find yourself just breaking down crying because you feel unsupported. Okay, maybe a need there is that you're not connecting with others in a way that you need to be connecting with others as a human being, right? That could be the need and that could be the signal is you're getting really emotional over things and it has to do with not having someone to go to, feeling like you're alone, right? That signals a need that you have. If you are feeling extremely angry anytime someone touches you, which that was me. I mean, I had this feeling of like disgust and like just ugh. anytime my toddler would touch my foot when he would sit on my foot to play, it felt horrible. And really getting to understand like that was a need that I needed physical and mental space. I needed that. So again, it's kind of figuring out what the feeling is, what the situation is and putting it all together to really understand what it is. So again, it's hard to say everything because we can't give all the examples in the world. It's so unique to our own experiences, but just really looking inward and kind of trying to put the pieces together. This is something that coaches can help with. This is something I help my clients with really understanding like what are those needs you need to work on. So It's not something you have to do alone, but getting that space to kind of focus on you can be huge in figuring out what your needs are. And now the next really important piece is that you communicate your needs. We have to have support. That whole thing about it takes a village to raise a child, it's true. And not just because a child needs all that love and care, but because we as parents need support. We are not made to do this alone. You think about so many cultures around the world and so many ancient cultures and so many just like cultures outside of these individualistic societies that many of us live in today. They are built on supporting one another and raising families together and living in one home and just doing things as a unit, right? A family unit, supporting friends, things like that. We have to be able to communicate our needs to others And it's not to say that the responsibility to get those needs met lies on others, but it is to say that we need support to be able to get our needs met, even if we are the ones who are going to then take the action to meet those needs. It's really, really important that those needs are communicated outward, right? And really, I'm just going to reiterate it, taking time for yourself in all of this is huge. Giving yourself time and space to check in with yourself, to really connect with yourself, it makes a big difference. And I can't recommend or just advise you enough to make that time and space a priority for yourself. There is so much more I could say about needs and self-care and, you know, I will, right? We come back every week. We will continue to have these conversations, but we're going to leave it at that today and I just want to thank you for tuning in again, for taking this time for yourself. This is huge to be here and to be focused on you. It's such a gift. And so 
thank you for being here. I hope that you can spend a moment just showing yourself some gratitude for that. And you are worthy, mama. 